Here's a story of a spiritual tradie. Impossible. Who is raising the vibration of the world? Ego much? Alchemist turning lead to gold. Go, go, go. Like no other. No, no, no. And doing bicep curls. It's the story of a man named Trady. And he was spiritual. He's the eldest of three boys you know. Was in the concrete and stormy weather. But now he's going home. Home, home. Because one day this simple tradie met a fellow. Oh, hello. Who gave him a mantra with a punch. Started a podcast and it went viral. And then what? And that's the way we all became the tradie bunch. The tradie bunch. Oh, yeah. The tradie bunch. The tradie bunch. That's the way we became the tradie bunch. Yeah, that was good. If you'd like to learn to meditate, check out DanielTuckerMeditation.com. Sinead Patain, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm very well. Um, where are you right now? At home, like everyone else. Where, where do you live? Where do you live? <laughs> um, I'm in Elwood. In Elwood. Lovely yeah. spot. Yeah, it's beautiful. Very yeah. lucky. So are, are you, you've been locked down like everyone else? Yeah, so I went into lockdown at the end of March uh, because of my work. So I consider myself a professional. Nice. So you work from home? Yep. Cool. Yeah. Um, and what do you do? Um, well, <laughs> uh, I do work at a school uh, to earn money, but what I enjoy most is really more esoterical kind of metaphysical stuff like astrology and crystal healing and tarot, spiritual development and all that kind of fun stuff. Beautiful. And so yeah. how did that come into your life when did you become spiritual um well i've been thinking about this a lot lately because i'm actually doing an assignment at uni about that journey and i think i've always been spiritual it's just i never really knew it but um i guess my awakening if you want to call it really happened after a bad breakup and i had no choice but to get more in touch with my my higher self uh to kind of heal i guess yeah and when when was this if, if you don't mind taking uh, this no no it's okay uh i think it was 2015 yeah i'd all i'd always been quite uh into my dreams which um that's been a theme throughout my whole life like dream journals and uh analyzing those so uh that really kind of really kicked off everything yeah probably 2015 mm -hmm. my dreams so, started getting really whack <laughs> so, so you said that you've been kind of dream journaling your whole life or for a long time yeah yeah um probably i mean i've had really weird dreams my whole life i usually remember at least two uh, two or three dreams if that's what you want to call them every night what would you call them well sometimes they're not dreams so like I can, I can tell the difference between what most people would consider a dream, which is just processing stuff from the day before and all that kind of, all that stuff mm -hmm. um, in comparison to say astral travel or past life regression stuff that happens or profit, like 
prophecy kind of dreams as well can tell the difference. Right. So when you when you have those dreams, do you write you write them down in books or something? Yeah. So every morning I try my best to remember them. Uh, and even if I can't remember them specifically, I just write, write down how I feel and anything that comes up. So I'm I'm pretty I'm not too hard on myself with that. And I think that's probably the main key. A lot of people feel like I think they need to write every single detail down, but it's just really just getting into that process of just thinking about how you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and do you go, often go back reading them and see what's in yeah. there? Yeah. And it's funny because I actually went to a shaman probably a couple months ago and she told me that in my past life, I, me and my mum were in a past life together and uh, I, we both died of really bad stomach uh, poisoning, like poisoning of the stomach and like through water or something. There was some kind of bacteria in the water that we, we died of. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I was like, okay, that's interesting. I'll have a look through my dream journals. And literally a month before that, I had a, a very, very similar dream that it was me and my mum and we were really really sick with stomach like some kind of stomach sickness yeah yeah so yeah yeah right crazy (laughs) like i believe i believe in it and when i when i go back and read and see it even i surprise myself yeah yeah and so what what went down in how did you get crazy in 2015 Well, I think I just started seeing all the synchronicities Um, and to this, I mean, it it comes in flows, but I literally remember kind of walking around and kind of hearing what my higher self was saying on a daily basis, like where it was guiding me. I could tell, you know, if that leaf falls on that letterbox, it's got a number on it and it had, it related to something else that happened like the day before or Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like kind of stuff like that. I just started noticing that the world that we live in isn't just about the material things. There's something bigger going on in the background that a lot of people just don't even see. Mm-hmm. And your awareness is expanding into that. Do you do you have any? Yeah. Um, did you have, did you have any particular practices at the time, or was it just purely just by being aware? No, no, I, I, de- I got really deep into my meditation because I suffered from a lot of anxiety after the bad breakup. And I think that meditation hmm. and in, com- in uh, combination of my dream work that I'd already been doing, I think that amplified my ability to be able to connect in dream state because I used to do a lot of my meditations before bed. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that, is part of it. Like I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of different things that kind of add up and it just expands after that, but it was definitely the meditation that started it off. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And so what did, what do you have any particular techniques that you practice in meditation or just self-guided stuff or. Um, I, I started with self-guided stuff uh, and it was mostly just, um, I think there's a guy on YouTube, his name's Michael Seely. And he did a lot of, um, well, actually, it was kind of hypnosis, actually, hypnosis um, meditation. And he did a lot of stuff on, like, confidence and kind of soothing anxiety. So I essentially did the meditation for my anxiety, and that was self-guided, and that was really good. And then I kind of went from that to the more chakra-orientated ones. Mm-hmm. 
um, which are awesome as well. And then, you know, my mind expanded even more and there's obviously like meditations for astral travel did and you, stuff like do you, that. Do you um, practice any yoga nidra and stuff like that as well? Sorry, what was that? Yoga nidra, like where you're laying down to do it? or is it Yeah, I always lie down and okay. do my meditations, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, and, and I mean, sometimes I fall asleep, but I find that it just works for me, lying down. And, and then after a certain amount of time, I incorporated crystals and, you know, all, all you, sorts. You place them on your body and lay down and yeah. do it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. so, oh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I actually do, when I do crystal healing for people, I put all of the crystals on them and then I, sometimes I specifically choose like a binaural beats kind of meditation music in the background with no guidance. It's just the sound, uh, depending on whether or not they need to focus on the lower chakras or the higher chakras or just all of them in general. I'll put that on in the background and I find that that really helps the whole process just kind of kickstart it cool yeah and so so you would you say that you can like reliably guide yourself into astral travel is that what you would say about that no i wouldn't say i can do that now it, i can do it if i'm in a guided meditation but it all seems to happen in my dreams without me even knowing it right right um but i have recently started a new technique which seems to be really working and I actually got it off a lady who is like a dream oracle and apparently she like what she does is before she goes to sleep she sets an intention to connect to her higher self and ask a specific question so she gets into a meditative state and kind of that is her intention and then when she falls asleep she records like we all do like dream workers do I guess is you know then when you wake up the next day you record it all and just analyze it and see what comes up mm -hmm. um and i did that for a few nights and it's funny because i didn't even need to analyze any of it in my dream a big kind of it sounds very cliche but it's how it happens yeah <laughs> for me um it, it is like whatever it is what it is yeah. but like this big voice kind of came over the top of my dreams and gave me a specific message mm -hmm. and i knew it was in answer to the question i had right right so that's pretty cool yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh, again, I believe this stuff. But, like, when it actually happens, it's yeah. shocking. Mm -hmm. I've, I've mm. just personally just started my own uh, practice of kind of journaling with intention to seek guidance, and that's been very yeah. interesting for me. I've been very resistant to that because, it, because, I don't know, just probably something about me considering it not real or, or yeah. having, having things around it and being like, that's silly. But recently I've, I've been playing with it and it's been really um, quite potent and uh, quite profound. So it's good fun. Yeah, I think if you, I think the, one of the main parts about these spiritual practices is just learning to let go of the expectations and your view on what spirituality is and what you've been told and just be open to it because it's different for everyone too. And I think that's what's confusing because mm. I've, I listen to a lot of stuff like this as well and when you hear, oh, okay, so Sinead's higher self speaks uh, over the top of her dreams. I'll look at that in my dreams. It's not always going to be that way for everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's not logical either. It's not a rational mm. thing. It's more abstract and more just allowing whatever comes up without judgment and yeah. without trying to understand it in that moment, write it down and look back on it later and it might make more sense. Or Yeah, and or sometimes it just takes you like 
Mm. It's you're not meant to know something at a certain time. You have to learn a few other things before you get the message. Mm -hmm. And like that's happened for me a lot, especially in tarot as well. Um, and that's why I've also learned to kind of let go of knowing everything straight away because the more you're forced, the more annoyed and frustrated you get. And yeah. that's kind of not the purpose. Mm -hmm. So, so do you have a gang, like you in a crew of like dream workers or you, <laughs> do you have like a little club or something? What goes on? Um, not really. I seem to have like uh, made a really nice little community on Instagram. And there's a couple of ladies on there who I would probably call empaths and light workers. Mm -hmm. And I talk to them a lot about the uh, collective energy because I'm very sensitive to that, especially at the moment. Yeah. And, and I don't really have anyone in my life that's kind of doing the same, or like connected in the same way as I am. So I, I'm glad I did it. I knew I needed a bit of a support team. So mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't really met anyone as yet that has like the dream stuff going on like me, but I, I just research it myself and just look at other people online and just kind of make my own decision up. And I kind of know yeah, myself if I give it some time about what's going on. Mm -hmm. And do you, do you think obviously because just by putting your attention and awareness on your dream state that you're increasing your capacity to stay aware in your sleep? Um. Like the more that you do it, the better you get at it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And it definitely needs to involve the dream journal. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people hate that idea, but it is what it is. It's the way our brains work in conjunction with our 3d world. It's just the way you do it. Yeah. Some of us, like, I feel like I'm quite natural at it. I've always had a very active dream scape mm -hmm. and I think also depending on your astrology chart, which I'm not going to go into much because I'm not an astrologer, but I do know that sometimes people are more uh, awakened to that part of their mm -hmm. psychic connection, I guess. Mm. What about, um, oh, don't, don't let me lose the question. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, where were we before? Before you you, you, you asked me, uh, do you think that everyone's available to do the dream work? I think that was the that's last right. <sighs> and I was talking about the dream journal and yeah, and yeah. The dream journal strengthening your ability to access these things. Yeah, I've lost it. That's Don't, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So. Because you, you want to tie in astrology, but I don't want to go there just yet. Because I'm still, <laughs> I'm still in the dream, the dream. I land. love astrology so much, but yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that sucks because I was, you know, that was so good, and I just wanted to dig deeper into that. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess like <laughs> as I was saying, connecting the three D world to that kind of part of. Mm -hmm. 5d i think it's 5d i don't i mean i think i go beyond 5d sometimes but you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah oh i just said so that really threw me now <laughs> oh, i'm sorry that's all right no it's not your fault i just lost i just lost my my train of thought um yeah and so, so the dream work's a big part of my life mm -hmm. what about what about tarot then yes tarot <laughs> So I, so how did tarot come into my life? So tarot only came to my life a couple of years ago, actually. And it's funny because I actually don't really know specifically 
what made me want to get one, but I have a feeling it may have been something to do with, I did some psychoanalysis in my film studies and that was in relation to Freud and archetypes. And then I was looking into archetypes and obviously tarot, you know, the major arcana are archetypes. And I think that's where I got that, that seed was planted, I think. Yeah. And yeah. And so I just got into it and I haven't really ever looked back. It's, Uh, I know my mum used to have a tarot deck and I think I was subconsciously a bit afraid to use it because she always used to put a bit of a, I don't know, dark shadow over it. She was always like, you know, don't mess with it. It's really powerful, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And as a kid, I was like, oh, God, okay. (laughs) Doesn't look that bad. It's just a deck of cards. (laughs) But, yeah, so I think I was a little bit hesitant. But, yeah, I think at that point I probably got my confidence up a bit too. So I was like, well, if it's what I'm drawn to, then I know that that's what I should do. So when do you, when do you give reading to other people? Not really. I've kind of focused on giving them to myself and I do a couple of readings on my Instagram page and do some picker cards um, online, but I haven't really, uh, what's the word? I haven't really prioritised doing it with other people and kind of making it a business as such. I just, I don't think that's, I'm not really ready for that yet, but yeah. it's a big part of my development at the moment. So I, I've done it for some friends and there's some friends that I do it for, but I don't advertise it. A lot of people, I've, I've found some people like friends of friends or people you meet at the bar or out, it's like, oh, give me a tarot ring. It's like, it's a really personal thing to me. I don't really want to giving it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you just... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just the type of people that I'm attracting at the moment. People that are just skeptics and want to be proven wrong. And that's absolutely not what I want. So yeah. 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 Do you have any available to give me one? I could probably give you one if you like. We can just pick one card. We can just pick one. Um, Do I have a deck around? Okay. Well, I could do it right now. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go with the old Rider Waite deck. What is it called? The Rider Weight. The Rider Weight. The Rider Weight deck. Okay. I've already pulled a few for this conversation, actually. Ooh. Okay, we've got one. Oh, we got the Ten of Cups. What does the Ten of Cups do? The Ten of Cups is here. You go. Can you see it? Yes, I can see it. Yes. So it's essentially like so cups represent our relationships and our emotions and the 10 is the completion of that so essentially it's like your the best family friendship kind of situation you could ever wish for it's the completion of that beautiful so it's like the happier like the happy ending at the end of all of the disney movies happily ever after That's that's a good card yeah, so that's really lovely. Maybe you're part of my community. Possibly. I reckon that could be what it is. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, so um, you do your dream stuff and you do tarot cards. Do you have any other, any other mystical kind of practices? Uh, not at the moment. Just the dream work, the tarot and the crystal, crystal healing. I do a lot of that. They sound like, a full, they sound like that's a full-time job as it is. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I don't, yeah, I, I, that's what I do in my downtime. So 
Um, I wouldn't say I'm overly social anymore. I do have my close friends that I catch up with, but most of my time is uni and this stuff, really, and a bit of work. What are you studying at the uni? I'm doing a Bachelor of Arts in Film and Creative Writing. Beautiful. Yeah, so that works really well with the YouTube stuff. Mm -hmm. And And the tarot, actually. What are you doing on YouTube? Sorry? What are you doing on YouTube? Um, so it's mostly just uh, pick a card readings, uh, unboxing of some tarot decks. And I do have a tarot challenge up there too that I did. Yes. Um, and I do have just like a couple of other really cool crystal healing kind of how-to videos. Cool. And what, what, what kind of a deck would you recommend for a spiritual tradie? If there's, if there's spiritual <laughs> tradies out there watching and they're like, oh, I really want a deck of tarot cards, but I'm not sure about this business. Like, which ones should I get? I would probably always suggest the right away uh, tarot deck for beginners all right. because the lot, all of the books uh, are refer to this, the illustrations on it. Beautiful. And it's easy to kind of see. It's not too abstract. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. So you could get yourself a tarot deck. I might have to now. <laughs> um, what uh, do you have a, do you have a favorite spiritual wisdom or quote? Oh, I do. I have so many. Um, but the one that I really appreciate at the moment, and I actually do have it on my website, it is by a Vietnamese Buddhist monk. Surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. And I hope that I'm saying his name right. I'm pretty sure it said Thich Nhat Hanh. And his quote is, at any moment you have a choice that either leads you closer to your spirit or further away from it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And I really like that. Yeah. In each moment or any moment? When was it? <laughs> any moment. In any moment. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's, I like that quote because I feel like that's how you kind of really start to begin your process of connecting to your spirituality. spirituality. Mm-hmm. And it keeps you accountable, I guess, as well in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, authentic. Yeah, totally. So do you have any other stories, any any cool astral travel stories that you'd care to share or with it? (laughs) I do have one in particular that I can't really talk to everybody about, so I'm going to share it with you because I think you'll... you'll Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I'm sure you're aware of the whole concept that we... this the humanity essentially is all one, right? Yes. Um, And I understood this. I'd read it before. However, in one dream, well, it wasn't a dream. I don't know what it was. But I zoomed out from the earth as like spirit and was connected to, it was like this big white ball. And it wasn't the sun. It was the global consciousness. And I actually felt like, I was looking down on the earth and it was all me, like all of the human beings and their souls, I could see them and they can, and there's all these little wiry kind of like energy cords, like going down to all the individual humans. Mm-hmm. And it was incredible. And the, I can't even describe what the feeling was. It was just, yeah, it was, it was pretty full on. But what was interesting about it is that my, my ego or my human some part of my human brain came in and I wanted to find out 
what a certain person thought about me. So I was like, oh, I'll go down that energy cord. And I went to do it and then it was like, eh, eh, access denied. And I was like, the whole dream just ceased to exist. <laughs> you got kicked like, out. Damn it. Access denied. <laughs> I know. It was like, no, this isn't the purpose of what we're doing here. <laughs> right, right. Cool. Yeah, so that was pretty funny. Mm, so was that, was that in a, like in a sleep or was it in a meditation or... Um, um, it was after a meditation, but it was, I woke up and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Right. And so do you feel the, like ke that chemistry in your body change when you go into these states? Like, do you feel like physically different? I woke up different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It didn't last forever, but I could tap into that feeling and it was, yeah, it's strange. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you find sometimes it's like, difficult or or a thing to integrate like sometimes you have experiences and then you're like it's it, the world doesn't seem right when you come out sometimes yeah yeah definitely yeah. and that's why i do a lot of grounding work grounding work for me is so important mm -hmm. um i have a two air signs and uh, earth mm -hmm. but even my earth i saw my earth is in the 27th degree of taurus so it's actually quite close to gemini which is also an air sign this spoke like, japanese to me by the way Okay, so essentially, <laughs> I, I am. I have a lot of air sign and air energy in my astrology chart. Gotcha. So I'm a lot. I'm in my head a lot. Mm -hmm. So even without all the dream work and stuff like that, I need to remain grounded. So got a lot of tourmaline hanging around my house. Right. right. And I also do a lot of uh, yoga and walking in nature because I can walk out and just be space cadet. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Are there are there any other any other stories or things you want to mention before we we leave? Um, no, I just I guess I do want to say that if anyone is interested in doing dream work, to try doing the dream journal, but not be so. Uh, set on writing exactly what happened just start writing down what you feel when you wake up and it it's just a habit even if you feel a bit tired and grumpy say that um if you feel like happy and relaxed write that and just continue to do your best to interpret the dreams as they come up anything you can remember even like because sometimes i have dreams and all i remember is um you know, like a cup, I was drinking a cup of coffee or something. And that's all I can remember. I still mm -hmm. write it down mm -hmm. because it's, it's not really about what you're writing down. It's just that brain connection to that memory that you're trying to exercise. Right. Right. Mm. And so how can people find you if they want to know more about your stuff or follow you? Um, so they can follow Pepper the Dragonfly. Yes. On Instagram. Uh-huh. And so just say, for example, someone was interested in finding out a little bit more about dream stuff or if they're having their own experiences and they want to reach out and chat, they can yeah. listen to Pepper the Dragonfly. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Great. Awesome. Have a good chat about it. Yeah. And maybe even, uh, what, what's your favorite crystal this week? Oh, I'm glad you said this week because <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit nervous that you were going to ask me what my favorite crystal was and it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> So my favourite crystal this week, I think rose quartz, actually. Right. I mean, rose quartz is one of my favourites, but... It's the heart, isn't it? Yep. Oh, lovely. Yeah. 
I said anything like about crystals. Huh? <laughs> That's probably the most of my knowledge about crystals. Oh, well, rose quartz can do everything. Just That's use right. that. That's all you right. need. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming and sharing. That's okay. Thank you for having me. No problem.